we'll continue from uh, where we left off yesterday we discussed about how to elevate our consciousness and we discussed how we are at the budding stage we can now go higher if we choose to or if we don't make the right choices we will slip down our consciousness will slip down to the animal level so now the million dollar question is how do we go up how do we make uh, choices in such a way that we can see our consciousness blossoming and uh, how we can actually experience the higher levels of consciousness which the pure devotees are experiencing how do we make that journey that is going to be the discussion today and <clears throat> the answer to this question is there are many ways of examining this but today we will look at the the topic of attitudes where i am going to focus on uh, how it all boils down to our inner dialogues that we speak you know just like uh, we have been trained by our parents when we were kids how to have social interactions right we were taught how um, to greet others the etiquette in an india we were trained you know to see anyone who is not your relative this little elderly you tell them namaste auntie you may not be aunt but you tell them namaste uncle namaste auntie these are all cultural aspects you know we are trained how to greet people how to talk to them so we know we have been trained how to speak to others but how much how many of us have been trained how to how we can speak to ourselves what are the thoughts that we can cultivate what are the inner dialogues that we have you know we always have these inner dialogues going on constantly so like you know we may be having this thought i want to enjoy material life i may be i want to enjoy you know nice food i want to enjoy sense gratification and same way we can have different dialogues internally krishna i want to serve you i want to be a servant i want to experience enthusiasm taste in krishna consciousness so these kind of dialogues that we have internally that will shape our consciousness how we can advance in our journey towards krishna so basically just a shift in our inner dialogue inner world will make everything work so it it's basically um a choice of thoughts we make the right choice we choose the right thoughts like then we experience our consciousness evolving we can see it blossoming now before uh, i give examples i have some case studies i'll share with you of how i've seen a devotee's consciousness evolve because of the different dialogues they speak to themselves before i go into the case study i want to give a little uh, little theoretical foundation it's very important for us to understand like today morning swayam bhagwan keshav maharaj was speaking in the class that sound is a basis of creation transcendental sound shabda brahman so sound there are different levels of sound according to bhagavatam once you understand this then you will be able to apply this principle in your own life of choosing the right thoughts because it's not easy to choose our thoughts because the mind is constantly running everywhere all of you experience this mind just wide but if we understand the science of sound we won't get into the details of science of sound but we'll just briefly mention it so that we get we, we at least understand that how i can make the right choices in my thoughts so sound according to bhagavatam has four levels the highest level of sound is called as para which is like you know we you have heard this statement that holy name is non different from krishna we say this you may wonder oh, how exactly you know how exactly is the word krishna non different from krishna so how sound is spiritual completely transcendental that is a para vak you know that's like we can't perceive it with our material senses we can't perceive it so that's the highest so we'll keep it aside for the time being because i am not qualified to speak about it right now and i also don't have much experience on how the holy name is not different from krishna but we can go to the lowest form of sound the lowest form of sound is called vaikari which is you know the gross sound like for example you know when i was coming down uh, i asked someone what is for breakfast for the sentence which i spoke 
is gross, right? I asked, what is for breakfast? So that is sound in its manifest form. It's like, it's manifest. You can, you can hear it. You can experience that sound. What is for breakfast? But that same sentence, I had first sp spoken it in the thought form. As I was coming down, I was wondering, what is for breakfast? But I hadn't spoken it to anyone as yet. So when sound is not manifest, but it exists in thought form. Are you getting this? So there is sound even in your thoughts. That is called Madhyama. So this is Vaikari is gross and Madhyama is the thought form, the sound in thought form. There are, there's one more, Pashyanti Vak. We will not get into the details, but Pashyanti Vak is when it's more subtle. It's like, you know, a perception. It's, it's like um, that there is a need for food. There is, there is hunger in me. Um, that cannot, that is ineffable. That I cannot explain it in words. But there was hunger which drove me to think what is for breakfast and which led me to ask what is for breakfast. That, that desire for food, nourishment, survival, which is even very subtle, that also has sound. That is sound. That is called Pashyanti Vak, which is like very subtle. So why I'm saying this is because how we can influence our uh, life, we can change our life, our destiny by how we connect to sound at subtler levels. This is very important. Like I'll give an example, Hare Krishna. So when we chant Hare Krishna, uh, Shamli was singing a melody. You were singing which melody right now? Because I want to give an example of that. There's a melody you were singing just now, you remember? What is that? Yeah, sing it. Sing. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare. So this melody, when, when you are just simply chanting the Maha Mantra, the sound form, this is external. That is chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. When I came new to Hare Krishna and I heard all these melodies, I immediately thought of some film song. <laughs> because it was, you know, Indian songs, many Bollywood songs have been translated into... Uh, Hare Krishna melodies or I don't know which the other way around so when I heard this melody first time I remember that was, I don't remember the song right now but I remember I was like wow such a nice melody but not because I was connected to the holy name but it was very gross I don't remember the tune I don't remember the song now but that is a famous Bollywood song of this melody by Krishna's mercy, I have forgotten it. <laughs> I am grateful to the Lord. But I was trying to recall yeah, when you were singing. What is that? But there was a time when... Spont yeah, you know the song? Yeah, Pyaar Ka Nagma. Ah, so now I don't remember the lyrics of that song. But when she was singing, I felt, what are that song? But if it was 20 years ago, when anybody would sing a melody, I would like, if, if I remembered the melody, the movie song, I would be like... So I, sometimes we like Hare Krishna Kirtan because it's pleasing at the sound level. Like I remember the first time I heard the melody uh, Bhakti Samrut Maharaj sing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. And I was in temple all, you know, dancing. And when I heard this melody, I was like, I was like, and some devotee come and, comes and tells me, Prabhu, you are so absorbed in Kirtan. <laughs> he has no idea what I absorbed. <laughs> So we are swinging to the melody, you know, the external. It happens to us, like we, we like a melody very much, not because of, it's not the Hare Krishna, uh, it's not the, uh, it's not the uh, Krishna part, it's like the external part of sound, right? There's another song, another, uh, I just end with this last one, I, I don't want to get into the movie <laughs> thing, but I want to tell you how important it is to understand the uh, sound at these different levels. There is another very famous melody my Guru Maharaj used to sing. I don't remember the melody now. Now I remember the song. <laughs> uh, Aethil mujhe bata de Tu kis pe aagaya hai Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama Rama Rama, Hare Hare So when Maharaj would sing that, I would like, wow! And I would swing and I would say, this is my favorite melody. I love this. 
not because there was, I was connected to Krishna per se. So why, why I'm giving this example is because many times we connect to sound at the, at the gross level. But Srila Prabhupada also gave us the science of sound explaining how there is Madhyama work. And there is Pashyanti. You know, like a word, for example, Ma, Mother. So this is an external uh, manifestation of the sound, Mother. But when I say the word Mother, I may first, I may call my mom, but I may first think of my mom. You know, I may say, mom. and then I may say, actually say the word. And deep within, I'm now going to Pashyanti work, which is like even subtler, where it is, you know, when I hear the word mom, mother, I may experience a sense of shelter. Like for, some, for somebody, let's say somebody is from a tribal village in India, he doesn't know English at all. And when he hears the word mother, for him it's like simply some sound, you know. Mother, it doesn't make any sense to him. It's simply sound. But for somebody who knows the language and who also uh, understands the meaning of the word, which is at a little higher level, Vaikari, then Madhyam, and then you experience a sense of shelter which is ineffable. You can't explain it. Like, for example, the Bhagavatam class was going on. Now, when, when we're just sitting in the class, I'm, you know, many times I'm not able to explain it. I'm not able to express, but I feel a sense of shelter, a sense of belonging. That is also sound at the subtler level, Pashyanti Vag. Like, you know, many times I give Bhagavatam classes in Chopati and uh, in a congregation program, like Janmashtami program was going on for three, I gave a series of four talks, Krishna entering Mathura in detail, you know, why Krishna smiled at Kupja. <laughs> Our Acharyas give eight reasons. <laughs> why Krishna put his uh, finger on the chin of Kupja and lifted her. There are seven reasons, you know, like that. And it's very rasic, very relishable. At the same time, because we give long classes, it's a didactic class, it's not interactive. And we are trained in Mumbai to give one, you know, it's like, I was so excited yesterday afternoon when the interactive sessions were going on, but we don't do that in Mumbai so much. So how do I keep the audience attentive? How do I make them excited? So what I do, I have a PowerPoint presentation where I have some, all the slides of the verses that I'm going to speak in the class. So, and these verses are in different meters of Bhagavatam. So then the verse comes on the screen. I chant the first line and the audience responds. So after a two and a half hour class, and everybody is, you know, hearing the pastime and suddenly when they're falling asleep, I put some verses and then they chant the verses. So at the end of the class, I've seen so many times people come and say, Prabhu, those verses are so nectarine, so beautiful Bhagavatam verses. You know, sometimes we don't even know the meaning of what those verses are, but just hearing this melody of the verses being chanted, it just gives us a sense of shelter. I don't know what it is, but I feel so nice. It's transcendental sound. There is a sense of shelter, we are not able to experience it, express it. But we can experience it, for we can't express it. So that is a subtlest, that is a subtler form of sound, Pashyantiva. So why I am saying all this is because uh, we can connect to the sound at the Madhyama work, at least. Vaikari is the gross, Madhyama is the thought form. Like for example, Hare Krishna melody, now Kirtan is going on. So if I am simply absorbed in the melody, then I am connected to the sound only at the gross, Vaikari level. But if I now invest my thoughts as the Kirtan is going on, like for example, what is the meaning of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra? Anybody knows? What is the meaning of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra? Nobody knows the meaning of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra? Krishna Chaitanya. Anybody else? Yes, yes, Mark. Yes, tell me. Uh, so asking that question is that Yes, we are asking Srimati Radharani, we are asking Krishna, please engage me in your service. That's the meaning, right? So, when the Kirtan is going on, and if I'm simply swinging to the melody, that's at the Vaikari level I'm connecting to the sound. But if I invest my thoughts and emotions, Krishna, please engage me in your service. So, I'm connected to the sound externally, but I'm also praying. Krishna, please engage in your service. So I am now connecting to the sound at a deeper level. Are you getting this? And then by practice, if and as you are praying, you know, you'll also come to a stage where you experience a sense of, you know, you, you may not you may not be actually in the thought stage, but you may be just present. Have you experienced sometimes? You're simply present with the holy name. 
and you feel peace it's not about thinking it's not about it's not about the mind running everywhere it's just being in that sacred space like you know recently we had on grahastha couple the brahmacharis in our temple they don't go for weddings there's a rule but for the wedding anniversaries you know like silver jubilee anniversary 50th wedding anniversary we all go <laughs> and take part in that program because wow 50 years they have been together wow what tolerance <laughs> what patience you know what dedication to the family so that's very inspiring so recently one of our very senior devotees they celebrated their 63rd wedding anniversary they are 87 86 years old both of them very sweet couple so we we enacted the entire marriage ceremony again you know we brought garlands and they were it was such a sweet ceremony so then uh, prabhu ji was speaking to me sahib prabhu he was telling me about the, i asked him can you can you share your 63 years of journey with mata ji you know so then he said something very interesting he said initially when we were married you know we, would, we had lot of things to talk and express and clarification counter clarification arguments everything had to be we had to speak a lot to feel that sense of connection and you know we had to affirm that i am there for you to feel that sense of belongingness to each other but he says now we can sit next to each other for hours and share silence and there is this bonding this unspoken bonding there i don't have to say much so there is there is saying there is there are feelings it is subtler level that is sound at the level of pashyanti so similarly many devotees you know initially they are come they come to hari krishna kirtan they are like they love different melodies i came with gaur gopal prabhu 4 years ago and everybody is chanting dancing and kirtan ecstatic with all the young boys pandav sena boys and girls and i didn't find that melody so attractive but i was trying to absorb in the holy name and all the boys and girls were ecstatic and then after that we were going back in the car and this devotee was driving us told us prabhu that melody is so good actually gaur gopal prabhu was leading the melody the kirtan and all the boys and girls were dancing wild and then and gaurupal dikol gaurupal prabhu thank you prabhu so much you know the pulse of the ps boys and girls you know you know how to make us ecstatic in kirtan and that was an ecstatic melody you know they were focusing on the melody a lot so gaurupal prabhu said why you know you knew that we love this song and you picked up the tune and you he said no i heard this melody from someone in ps sometime back and i just sang this melody and then that devotee said prabhu do you know this is a very famous movie song from a movie called ashiki and he said this is, and the we hadn't heard we hadn't seen that movie we don't know the song but then the devotee was so excited and then gorupal said I, i didn't know that it's a movie song so when we are new you know we are excited by different aspects of kirtan but but when we devotee sit in kirtan they pray they intensely experience connection with krishna then they are entering to sound at a deeper level madhyama bhag and then there are devotees senior devotees they just sit with the holy name and they they can't explain it but they feel a sense of shelter they are connected at a much deeper level which is pashyanti va is this clear now i'm going into the this is the uh, this was a brief introduction to the science of sound now i'll get into how we can change our thought processes in a krishna conscious way remember the agenda of this class the agenda is we want to we want to see how we can elevate our consciousness and you can experience it right now you can experience it today tomorrow morning you'll be a different person if you try it but i just have to give this foundation you know once isolena satsarup maharaj came to our temple and we asked him one devotee asked him a question said maharaj you are chanting hari krishna for more than 55 years now so what is your realization of the holy name you know like we think somebody has been chanting every day hari krishna you may be seeing krishna dancing on the hoods of kaliya performing ras leela what experiences you have of the holy name Maharaj gave a beautiful answer. He said, "I don't know all the, all of that, but when I pick up my bead bag and I chant, I feel a sense of shelter. You know, so that's like connecting to the sound at a much deeper level. So we want to go there. That is a journey we want to undertake." Hmm? so now just like hari krishna kirtan let us come to our day to day life you see an object and you want to enjoy it you see a sense object and the senses and mind just go there but when you pause and you say krishna i want to serve you krishna please help me deal with this so you are connecting to krishna that is krishna right krishna 
if the supreme personality of god it was coming in the kali yuga as in the form of a sound so when you are saying krishna please help me you are connecting to krishna at a much deeper level at the thought level and you see your feelings accordingly change over a period of time as you change your thoughts as you make the right choice of thoughts you will see your feelings also go through change i'll give an example yesterday maharaj and nanduga prabhu were speaking about the three modes i'll give an example of how i have seen it happen with me many times i'll give one one example one of my very close friends in the ashram baldev prabhu you know he is a manager we are very close friends but i can share here we are very close friends but we also fight <laughs> in a sense we have uh, we've joined together and he is a hardcore manager and i hate managers somehow and from day one he's been like is a you know i i call him a control freak but he's not like that he's a vaishnava he loves to serve but he is a manager and i am like very abstract poetic you know <laughs> i'm a philosopher i can spend hours just staring at the sky <laughs> he finds it ridiculous how can, how can you just sit doing nothing he tells me how can you just sit so he sometimes sees me sit in the terrace like this and i look into the space and he asks me what are you doing he says i am doing nothing He said, "No, you must be planning some class, preparing some class." I said, "No, I'm just doing nothing." <laughs> How can you do nothing? You know, he's a manager, and I provoke him and agitate him by saying that. So then I tell him, "Prabhu, I give him some big <laughs> sage wisdom, man. Prabhu, it requires lot of hard work to do nothing. <laughs> he just doesn't get it." <laughs> so anyway, we are completely poles apart, but we are good friends. So. he would always push me for some different kinds of seva preaching programs you know wherever he is doing he wants me to come but i have limitations i can't do i can just give one lecture a day so he just couldn't under, he said just you have to speak that's it three times a day what's so difficulty i i tell him you can't understand you know i am a different person so anyway one day he called me i was in my room now this is an example i'm giving you a case study because then i'm going to give you i'm going to make you also do a similar exercise that's why you need to hear this case study attentively So he called me one day. I picked up the phone. He said, "Prabhu, we have a yatra for the youth group, and you have to come and give two lectures a day. And you can't say no. And we are going on this date. We are coming back. It's a ten-day yatra. And I had already committed for something else. And I had already gone out of youth preaching. I was into congregation preaching. So I have my priorities. I have my limitations. You know, so like you have to make your. You can't do everything for everyone. So I told him very politely, 'Prabhu, I can't do it.' And he is a manager. He can never take a no for an answer. And he is a hard negotiator." and he was surprised that i said no and then he said no you have to come i said no i can't because i have some commitment blah 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 so then okay the so next year you are coming for the yatra he wanted a yes i said no next year i can't come okay then two years later <laughs> he went back this is in 2013 and our one hour of conversation ended when he got a commitment from me for 2020 yatra seven years and then he was like okay he felt a sense of victory you know and then he left and then he hung up the phone and then fortunately for me 2020 because of covid the yatra didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i remember that incident in 2013 when it happened we kept the i kept the phone down and then i sat on my chair and then i realized you know krishna gave me the realization that i had three choices now i had three choice of thoughts remember we are connecting to sound at a deeper level now first was we what i spoke to him i can't come for the club blah 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 all those things. he was he was arguing i was arguing back it was all at the vicari level but now i sat back and I relaxed and i said what's happening i realized i have three choices now first is i actually caught my mind speaking this nobody loves me everybody is just wanting to use me for their projects and services so he never calls me but only when he has some service to be done he is just calling me because he wants me to give lectures and he wants to blah 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 you know all those kind of and then i realized these are very negative thoughts and this could be true he may be having that motive whatever but then my the sound that i was creating in my head here it was all going to lead to different kinds of feelings you know the feelings that i would get because of these thoughts any guesses negative negative feelings can you elaborate what exactly i would feel sadness after this if i keep saying this 
loneliness i would feel lonely what is you want to talk to him. i i i want to i will avoid him i won't want to talk to him what is i'll feel uh, uh i'll feel unloved basically tamoguna would enter and it's tamasic to think you know i am a victim nobody loves me nobody cares for me so depending on the kind of thoughts i cultivate in this situation after i spoke to him i would have entered tamasic area tamoguna but i also caught my mind later speak different thoughts different words see now baldev prabhas understood my value he knows that i am good and now he needs me how desperate he was and i made him beg and now you know i could it, the negotiation went on the way i wanted so now you have seen how you know he can't just bend me all the time i am somebody important aha uh-huh, i am important and i am needed by this community they want me so here what's happening the thoughts will lead me to what kind of feelings earlier was tamasic feelings now passionate rajasic feelings i am great i am wonderful you know ishwaroham ham bhogi siddhoham balavan sukhi the gita says so you know that so i i i saw myself entering the space of passion and rajaguna you know because when you are in when you have rajasic thoughts you are like you are disconnected of course but you are also your body language changes you know you are rushing and you are breathing fast i could see myself enter that space and then but i made the third choice the third thought choice i sat down i have this in my table where i am studying i have jagannath dt i have krishna's photo so i looked at the dt's and i offered a prayer krishna thank you i'm still needed for service devotees haven't given up on me now i can't go for this lectures i can't do this because of various reasons but thank you krishna i felt valued thank you krishna for for you know giving me this uh, invitation today i am valued i can do some service so when i when i entered this space i could see satvik feelings enter my heart and i was feeling very grateful it's 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 very perceivable you can you can experience it all the time it happens so right now you have to ask yourself if your relationship with krishna is passive or active passive means you are finding it boring sometimes just drag chanting just going on just ritual you no know, bhakti no growth if you want to make our relationship with krishna active we need to work at the thought level we need to start investing emotions krishna please help me i remember we were coming uh, to the temple so at the airport at the immigration when i cleared the immigration i was like wow relief because i had very bad experiences coming to europe with the immigration and he didn't even look at the you know document and he just sent me i said wow but then i came out there was a doctor's medico standing and they said your your covid report is outdated and you know we need to go through another test and if you test if you turn positive you'll be detained i got scared but then immediately you know krishna please help krishna i chant one round extra tomorrow <laughs> negotiating with krishna basically connecting with krishna in the in the thought form in the thought level and then when i look back it wasn't such a bad experience because there was krishna i don't know if i've experienced those who have done sankirtan see when i there are you know when i used to do sankirtan for some years in our temple uh, i would uh, go in the local trains of mumbai I, i want to share this example because this again shows the power of thoughts so i would go and announce in the local trains of mumbai and i would say take this bhagavad gita and all this uh, in that crowded train people would sometimes buy and then the hawkers selling pens combs the beggars they would think i am one of them and they would uh, sometimes exchange you know the notes and the the what is the change so we became good friends and i would sometimes just put more than 100 small books in that two hour journey and i would come back to the temple feeling great you know it's like in those who know cricket you know a batsman scores a century and then comes back to the stadium you know waving his bat as if he's done something great so i would i remember walking from the railway station to the temple which a 10 minute walk feeling excited because my both bags were empty and i would like oh i've done 
such great book to see. I would be, I would be really happy. I thought. Now when I look back, it wasn't such a exhilarating feeling, such a fulfilling feeling as an other occasions when I did book distribution, but I didn't do so well. But I remember I really tried, and when I would give the book and the person would see the book, I would be intensely praying, Krishna, you are there in his heart as Paramatma. Let him take the book. Let him take it. Let him take the book. Let him take the book. Krishna, please. And you know, he's externally, he's just looking at the book, and I'm also trying to convince him. You know, look at this photograph. Look at this purports. We are we are talking about the book externally, but internally I'm like because I want the score. Krishna, let him take the book. And then he sees for five minutes, and then he gives the book back. I'm disappointed, but I rush to another person because I want to sell books. So as I'm going around, and I remember sometimes I came back with only thirty books or forty-five books, and it's very discouraging. You know, after you have done hundred plus, and then you come back to the ashram. And devotees who see you do hundred books, you know they don't, they don't, they don't see you worked hard for forty books. They say, "Oh, Prabhu, only forty." The space out, I guess. <laughs> they make fun of you, or you know, they joke. But I remember when I look back now, those days when I did less scores, but I remembered Krishna and I prayed to Krishna. Those were more satisfying days. You know, in retrospect, when we see occasions only depended on Krishna, because Krishna is not different from his sound. So when we connect to Krishna in the thought form, which is also sound, we actually experience Krishna's presence in our life. So therefore, uh, the essence of what I am discussing is: let us change our thoughts; we'll be able to change our feelings. This is the main message. You know, pilot announces, "Ladies and gentlemen." the planes engine is dysfunctional but don't worry we all we have parachutes for everyone how do you think the passengers would react some of them would like be scared right oh i'll die and some of them who always wanted to <laughs> jump down a parachute <laughs> they'll be like yes <laughs> so same situation you see the same situation different people have different feelings based on how they have cultivated their thoughts Like I have experienced one live. I'll tell you one live incident. We were going to Mayapur Yatra, and during those days in Indian trains, um, you know that the train wouldn't wait for everyone to come. It has a particular time. It will leave, and all the brahmacharis were stuck in the traffic jam. And I was one of the few devotees who had come to the station earlier, and some 400 devotees were stuck, and the train was about to leave. And I was in anxiety because the devotees that were stuck in the traffic, they had the tickets, they had the mudanga, they had the yatra. No, things, and if they get stuck, then they won't get another train. Indian trains are very packed. You have to book tickets three months in advance. So I was in anxiety, and another brahmachari was smiling all the time. He's like, "Prabhu, it's okay, it's okay. If they don't come, don't worry." And I was thinking, "Wow, he's really cool, and he's many years junior to me, and I'm a senior devotee. I'm a leader. I'm supposed to be like, you know, in control of my mood, emotions." But I was getting a lot of, you know, anxiety. And then finally, the train started. And but then the train stopped after some time because in Indian trains we have this system called chain. You know, we have a chain. We pull the chain, the train stops. So this friend of mine went to the bathroom. He pulled the chain, the train stopped. And then for another ten minutes it stops. And so that we got some leverage for the devotees to come to the station. Then again the train started. So and all the while I was in anxiety. And this devotee was Prabhu, relax, don't worry. I'm there. We'll manage it. And then anyway, the devotees came just at the last moment, and after three chain pullings, the train doesn't stop, and all that. And we had a close shave. All the devotees were in the yatra, all the things were there, and we all had a safe yatra. And then later on, I told him, Prabhu, you are amazing. How come you know the same situation? I was so anxious, and you were so happy. He said, Prabhu, from childhood I had a desire, you know, that when will I get a chance to pull the chains of the train? <laughs> Because if you pull the chain without a legitimate reason, you will be put behind bars. It's it's a it's a it's an offense. It's a crime. And he said, I always wanted to pull, but I could never do it. But today I had a legitimate reason, and I was so excited. Same situation, different devotees have different feelings. So just see the power of thoughts. How you change your thinking, change your thoughts. How you could um, connect to Krishna better. So we can rise from our base, gross material desires and attitudes to spiritual attitudes. when we choose to accept the reality for what it is and then make the right choices you know come closer to krishna you know i agree <clears throat> many times uh, 
choosing uh, sometimes you know we want to know the truth i don't know if i've experienced uh, what what is the truth sometimes you can't get the truth it's better you choose a particular kind of truth and then be happy and change your thoughts change your feelings like you know i was going for mangalarati few days back in the temple and i saw one brahmachari uh, getting ready for the mangalarati you know is putting on his tilak and he was singing hari krishna very happily blissful so as i was rushing for mangalarati i looked at him and i just kept staring at him because he was so blissful you know hari krishna and he's putting on his dhoti and tilak and i was like wow he's so happy who who on this world you know 4:30 in the morning everybody sleeping and there is this devotee brahmachari who is so happy putting on tilak excited to come for mangalarati and i looked at him and i felt so happy and then i looked at another brahmachari my equal my friend who has also been in the ashram for 25 years you know as we get older we get a little cynical simple things don't impress us anymore i don't know if this has happened with some of you you know you're like okay so i told him wow look at him he's so blissful in bhakti and my friend tells me i know him it's not a big deal i said no he's relishing the holy name you know what's wrong with him you know what's the situation i know everything he is suffering from severe constipation <laughs> last one week is having lot of problems you know last time i gave him a very powerful laxative so he's cleared all his stomach he's feeling light you know and that's why he's singing hari krishna so that's the reason for his bliss and i said okay thank you and i walked out and i realized now what do i believe do i believe he's blissful chanting dancing so i have a choice of thoughts now he is a nice devotee who loves krishna that's why he is chanting hari krishna or well he is a constipated soul you know <laughs> what do you do see you can't you can't dig into truth you just ex- you, you have to many times choose your thoughts choose your truth it happens all the time we went to uh, we went to mayapur yatra last year 15 offers went by flight and the other 15 devotees came by train and the train got stuck you know because of some rain and all of that so we left in the morning mumbai and we reached evening we reached mayapur and we had an air conditioned bus to receive us at the airport very comfortable ride and these devotees also left in the morning they reached the next day evening it's crazy 36 hours and when i met them i realized they had a better yatra better journey than we had because they were all the time doing kirtan and they faced water shortage in the train they had lot of difficulties in the train but they were so happy and then i asked the senior mataji who was uh, was there in the yatra and she said prabhu because of the rains 15 trains had been cancelled our train was not cancelled so we are lucky that we could make it to mayapur so for everything she had a positive uh, narrative and i could see that they were very blissful coming to mayapur whereas we just came you know in a air conditioned bus and we were like not really absorbed in remembering krishna so externals don't matter eventually what matters is how you remember krishna and your thoughts so therefore um, therefore we can change our thoughts and accordingly our feelings will change that's the main message so now i have a small exercise for all of you we need to make teams of five and we'll have to stand up for it first and then when i say i'll just count till 10 within 10 seconds you'll have to make teams of five is that possible and if some of you are left out you can join another group so there can be maximum six but okay the time starts now 
वन टू थ्री सो यू कैन हैव थ्री टीम्स ओके फोर टीम्स ओके फाइन एंड अमंग सर प्रभु वी हैव फोर टीम्स ओके ग्रेट सो नाउ आई हैव वन क्वेश्चन फॉर यू सो इफ यू सी द एग्जाम्पल्स आई गेव आई गेव एग्जाम्पल्स ऑफ बलदेव प्रभु रिमेंबर I gave an example of a brahmachari who was singing kirtan so many examples i gave case studies so now i want you to in your group because some of you may have some experiences where because of certain kind of choices you made regarding your thoughts things went wrong it's happened sometimes and now if you had to recreate that situation if that if that incident were to happen again how would you choose the right kind of thoughts and how you could change the situation getting it what i'm saying many examples you can think of like that i can give uh, one more example once one of our brahmacharis was humiliated in the class you know a senior leader was doing a seminar he just shouted at him for something and then he felt humiliated and insulted and that 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 trauma of that rebuke haunted him for many days and he kept you know thinking bad about this devotee who was chastised him in public and then when we did this exercise with him he came out with a very 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 good answer he said you know he he changed his thought pattern he said i have to be honest at the same time i have to be respectful so with all this the solution he came up was he, he could have if this incident happens again he would walk up to that devotee in private and tell him express his hurt in a very non violent way he would confess to him and express to him and then he would be able to ensure that he is released is able to release all that negativity towards that devotee so the point i am making is the way we if we are not aware of our thoughts the thoughts can lead us to tamasic tamasic cycle repeatedly and there is no end to it so i want you to think if you know of any incident in your life or you saw something where because of the wrong thought choices things went wrong and how we could reverse the situation with the right kind of thoughts is that okay is it clear can we do it in a group so you are you are you have 5 minutes and in 5 minutes you please think of at least one example ideally two examples but at least one example in each group hare krishna So the, so the the exercise is how you could change your thoughts to reverse an unpleasant situation or an unfavorable situation in Krishna consciousness to a favorable situation. Hare Krishna. Yeah, it's a good one. A good one is 
Hare Krishna, one minute to just one minute more. Hare Krishna. I swear this guy just doesn't think. Okay. He, he just, he just okay. jokes. <laughs> 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 just, just think about joking, any, joking. any negative situation you have and how now, now that you think of it, it could be a we're not actually tolerating the other person. What we what we're going to do is I mean before every exam I would say we need to pay the same thing. I nearly do. Well I think maybe when studying I don't want your big too as well. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, do something that they're working for some breaks or have more breaks. Or less procrastination. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Hare Krishna, thank you for doing this exercise. So we can have all of you share, every group can share for two minutes or one minute what you discussed. We can begin with the ladies here first. 
We have a microphone, another microphone. Mm-hmm. We have to shout or speak a little loud. So you are saying that initially you would get discouraged because? Because in your own head you feel overwhelmed hmm. you don't want to you, you, We imagine that people don't want to talk to us but then if we uh, change our thoughts to positive which is it's okay when if one person signs up, yeah. two persons. So then you actually are able to attract more positive energy. Yes, this is, this is life, this happens all the time. You know, two devotees are walking, you, you come in front of each other and one of them thinks, he's snobbish, you know, he doesn't like me. So what is happening is, you, and that energy, you know, goes out. And then because of thinking that he's snobbish, you look the other way. And then he thinks, he thinks, why did he look away? Maybe, maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't like me. So then he goes away and the next time when they see each other, because he's thought that he didn't like me, the second fellow, he looks the other way also. And then this first person who thought that he's snobbish says, see, this gets confirmed now. He's snobbish because he's looking the other way. So both of them are in their head, you know, in their world of thoughts, imaginary thoughts. It's a very good example. Thank you, Mataji. So we can have somebody here, uh, one of the groups, the boys. Yes, please. talking about earlier so um, um, some of us were uh, saying that like, if we're involved in like a project or a service or something um, we can get quite overwhelmed with it and try and get everyone to be on the same page and for example if someone doesn't like your idea you might think bad you might feel a bit hurt or badly with that person but um, I think you, you just need to take a step back and maybe wait a while for those ideas to set in mm. and then reevaluate the situation yeah. and work on that. So you're saying sometimes people may not agree with you in a meeting for an idea that you presented <coughs> and instead of getting overwhelmed or instead of passing judgments, you wait for some time and then maybe there will be more clarity on either his side or your side and then things will be more, uh, things will be much more amiable, more better. Yes. Thank you, Prabhu. Any other ladies? Yes. So when we many times think others are uh, guilty of something, we ourselves are guilty of that. And if we just pause and examine the thoughts in our head, we will understand that. This is excellent self-awareness. Thank you. Yes. So, so this one's a little bit controversial, but, but it's a real life one. So, um, Mashmi, that was just last week, uh, the, the manor had a, a new policy regarding tickets. And uh, it upset quite a few people. Uh, including me, because it meant people that were coming from far couldn't necessarily enter. Uh, they had management had good reasons for it, but anyway, my mindset was was very negative coming into the Jinmashmi. I was thinking this, you know, big Jinmashmi, potentially last Jinmashmi for a while here, and so I came in to the man. I was feeling really frustrated, and then I prepared a Gita quiz, uh, and the slot they gave me there was no football. So it was, it was literally, it was, em- it was empty for, for hours and hours. But we managed to do a couple of sessions, but it was, it was very frustrating on the Friday. On the Sunday, it was, there was so much negativity and resentment that I thought, I don't even want to come on the Sunday. Like, forget this, I'll go Soho Street. <laughs> it, was, it was too much. 
But anyway, um, we, we got we got an opportunity to do some service in the in the pizza tent for a lot of us, and it was amazing. It actually, ended up being one of the, the best gin mushrooms ever. You know, doing something different to what we would normally do. But uh, yeah, pushing through that barrier of feeling injustice or anger, frustration, just trying to connect to service and how Krishna then reciprocates. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Prabhu. Yeah, I see one more hand. Do you want to share? Yeah. Let it be loud or let it come in the front. Uh, I will translate for him. Uh, he was saying that uh, in any difficult situation, we, sh we should see uh, the moment as a, uh, a test uh, from Krishna to see if we can be tolerant. And in, in, in that sense, uh, we can uh, try to, to change our behavior accordingly and to see it uh, as a Krishna's mercy for us in order to advance and uh, so take it as an opportunity uh, as instead a test. of uh, 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 a problem. Taking always thinking of it as an opportunity. Beautiful. Thank you for yes, any other ladies left? Groups? Any of you? Yes, please. I think many of you are touching upon this point about how things, many things we realize in the long run. Now, after some time, when we look back in retrospect, things make sense. So it's so it's it will be so good if we can change our thoughts right at the outset. You know, when we are in the middle of a problem. Thank you. Anybody left? Any other groups left? Yes, we will take this group. Yes, you want to share? Yeah. I thought about was I went on an India trip recently with my parents and we went to Mayapur and for that time because we hadn't been in India for so long I got sick because of the climate and everything and because of that I couldn't like travel around much so when we went to Mayapur I could only stay in my room while all my parents were visiting all the holy places so I was very jealous so it was a very I was thinking very negatively at that time like why can't I go to these places but actually because I was so sick and I was like suffering all you could think of about was like, Krishna, get this pain away from me, Krishna, please. So now that I think of it, because of that, in Mayapur, I got a lot closer to Krishna because all you could think about that time was Krishna, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. Guru, remembering Krishna even in, uh, in apparently unfavorable situation is a better experience than, you know, you have everything conducive, but you're not remembering Krishna. Thank you, everyone. Anybody, you wanted to share something else, right? I thought you raised your hand. Uh, yeah, Anybody else also remaining yeah, after this? We'll take one more. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. After you, Prabhu. Um, in a very practical manner, I was taught um, how to have a positive mindset going through an exam. So what happened last year is um, my friend, Radhikish, were studying the same course. And we had done the same amount of preparation. We studied together. And we do that normally, and we always get similar grades. It's always like 0.1 or 0.2 apart from each other. And so we did the same amount of preparation for an exam. And during the weekend before the exam, he was in a positive mindset. He felt like, oh, I, I'm going to do well. We did enough studying. But me, I was feeling really depressed. I felt like, oh, I, I don't think I studied enough. I'm probably going to do awful. And I kept with that mindset for a couple of days. And the Monday morning of the exam, uh, I just ended up not going. I just decided that, yeah, I'll probably fill, I'm not going. And it, he actually ended up with a high grade, and I ended up with no grade because I didn't go. And I had to do the resits a couple weeks after, which was awful, really stressful. But at that time, I realized I was praying to Krishna after, and I had the realization that actually I was taught a great lesson because afterwards I always um, had a positive mindset for every exam after because I was just. Yeah, I, I just realized there was no re reason to be negative about this um, because it was going to turn out fine if I went anywhere, but I just didn't. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Hari bol. Anybody left? Any other groups left? Yeah. So, uh, so um, we were talking and then like when you're doing service or in like service management, um, you get a lot of opinions and people say a lot of things to you about other people sometimes and uh, not all of them are, are very great, uh, great things about other people and sometimes it affects your outlook on the other person. Uh, so like, oh, this person did this. So you have a negative outlook or a different outlook on the other person. But um, the way to change that would probably be, um, and so often speaking about it, would probably be uh, one that everyone has flaws, like no one's perfect. Uh, two, you have you kind of have to see the good that they, the service that they do. It's like no one's paid here, so like it's a voluntary thing. So they're giving their time for Krishna. So you have to see that. Um, and three. Uh, yeah, that every, every, like people have their own problems as well, they express it in different ways. Yeah. This is very practical because you are actually dealing with others and you are dealing with others' thoughts also because the thoughts come out in the form of words and behavior. So if we can work one level backwards, then our relationships would also be so much more meaningful. Thank you Prabhu, I have crossed the time. So I will just end with one uh, just one, one state, one few things, just a couple of points. So we could begin our changing of thoughts to experience uh, a better life. We can experience the elevation of our consciousness if we change our thoughts. And to do that, we could begin with some small gratitude exercises. You know, we could thank Krishna for even small things. And that will help us see even difficult situations more positive. Now, Thanking Krishna for something even small and you know insignificant, apparently. Like for example, today uh, for breakfast, um, what was that? I don't know. It was served with pancake, um, chocolate. What spread? We don't get that in India. I mean, I've never tasted it. And I was like, wow, it's good. <laughs> so I could thank Krishna. Thank you, Krishna. It's such a nice. Uh, you know, we don't eat chocolates. What to speak of a chocolate spread? So now you might say, Prabhu, but you are a senior devotee. You can thank Krishna for something higher. You can't be thanking Krishna for something so silly. But I have come to the understanding that, you know, it's better to thank Krishna for something very ordinary. It's better to remember Krishna and thank Krishna for something very ordinary than to forget Krishna in pursuit of the extraordinary. <laughs> you know, we speak about so many extraordinary things pure love of Krishna and all of that and then we forget Krishna in their pursuit. So, anyone can remember Krishna, we can connect to Krishna and I would like to end with this small one and a half minute voice clip of Prabhupada. This is my favorite lecture of Srila Prabhupada. This is given in uh, January 10, 1974 in Los Angeles. I won't play the entire class now, just two minutes. Where Prabhupada speaks about, many devotees have expressed this, Prabhu, I don't love Krishna, you know, what, what are you speaking about, you know, connecting to the thoughts, you know, remembering Krishna, but I don't love Krishna. Srila Prabhupada is very emphatically saying in this class that if you simply think of Krishna, there is love. You may not recognize that, you may think you don't love Krishna, but you actually love Krishna. You simply have to change your thoughts. You simply have to think of Krishna. So, I'll play this class uh, just for two minutes, that particular <laughs> section, okay? And then the class ends. Hare Krishna. is in the darkness. Uh, actually, uh, nice. that is recommended in the Bhagavad Gita. Joginam api sarvesam. Joginam api sarvesam. There are many classes of yogi. Out of all these yogis, the one yogi who is always thinking of Krishna, his first time. His first time. Thinking of Krishna only. He, he may not know uh, very much about Krishna, but simply thinking of Krishna. Oh, that is sufficient. That is sufficient. Here uh, we have got the deity of Krishna, and if you 24 hours see the deity only seeing here, you will be perfect. You will be perfect. Simply by seeing. And then hear, then chant, 